Burner Phone is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Okay, I feel like you and my fiance would really get along because um, I feel like Ash and I both have main character energy and we could either like make or break a room, you know? 100%. Like in, in one second, we can make the party. Or destroy it. Completely destroy, dumpster fire, burn the house down. Um, and that's a skill. So it's, anyway, it's a pretty good skill. I just, I feel like we both have chaotic energy and I just always appreciate that about it's her. always chaotic in this household, but honestly, <laughs> it keeps me on my toes. Maybe that's what your fiance loves about you so much. Like I yeah. always find if there is never a dull moment and I am so happy that I married Ashley mostly because of that. Honestly, I mean, she's a great person too. <laughs> Welcome to burning We have, and it's Haven, right? Yeah. Okay, I did my research just to make sure. People must fucking butcher that all the time. I apologize for you. Now, usually I get Haban. Yeah. If they butcher it that badly. Jared, Haban. We yeah, have- You know what's funny? What? I was going to say, so, okay, full, I'm the most privileged, I'm like such a white privileged <laughs> male, it's it's pathetic. <laughs> but my point being, I belong to a country club. My first ever belonging to a country club. It's been a goal of mine. And I did it. I'm not even a good golfer, but I was like, I've always wanted to do this. I'm probably going to go broke and, and cancel my membership. But my point being, <laughs> they, a, a buddy of mine joined after me. And literally, this guy, this one guy that works there, oh, his my buddy's last name is Rodriguez. And he's like, hey, Mr. Rodriguez, good to see you. He comes up to me and he goes, hey, John, nice to, nice to see you. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to say anything. Like, it's fine, whatever. He doesn't know my name. Totally cool. He calls him Mr. Rodriguez. He calls me John by the wrong first name. Whatever. I digress. He A week later, oh. this guy walks by and it's a country club. So, like, he wants, you know, he works there. He's a young kid. He's interning. He wants to schmooze. He goes up to my buddy again, Mr. Rodriguez, how you doing? Beautiful day, blah, blah, blah. I'm literally two feet right next to my friend. Completely ignores my existence. Doesn't even doesn't even look my direction. I'm like, this guy calls me John. This guy then doesn't acknowledge me at Did all. Did you say, excuse anyway. me, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah, yeah, excuse me, can I steal you for a second? So my point being, everyone butchers my name or just doesn't know my name. I think it's because you're in a country club in your 30s wearing a backwards hat, you know? Well, the backwards hat is not allowed. <laughs> Are you in your thirties? <laughs> yeah, I'm thirty-two. Oh my god! Thirty-three in November. I'm old. Well, you have that. Like, I've been in LA for a couple of years. Skin, so good for you. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's probably. Do you have a nice light? You guys probably have a good light. Yeah, I got a ring light on me right yeah, now. Yeah, this is like I love having bachelor guys on my podcast because you guys not only are put together but you also are forced to talk about your feelings all the time so i feel like you have an, a higher emotional intelligence than the average squirrel-brained man can i ask what emotional intelligence is isn't that that other girl on the bachelor who kept saying that well that was like taylor that was the whole taylor yeah and corinne, and corinne. so i think like i don't even know what the hell it is what does that even mean emotional intelligence so that means i'm just more in tune with my feelings I like that. I, I also appreciate you putting me on the spot in hell because I like to throw words around and just say them confidently and not actually know what they mean. I do think it's you're in tune with your emotions and you like understand why you feel a type of way. Like a lot of guys, they'll have a lot of emotions and it'll funner, funnel just into anger. And then mm -hmm. they'll say anger is not emotion. It's just men being men. And um, I feel like men showing emotion is... Or they're, they're scared of emotion. And that's why I'm fascinated with you. I haven't even given you an intro. We have Jared Haben on the podcast today guys you, in you hell said that so perfectly thank, thank you, you so much. i was i always get nervous right before i fucked i've fucked up so many names um oh it's beyond repair <laughs> and then the whole pod is awkward because they think you don't respect them oh <laughs> my god i when people come on the podcast in my head i'm like yeah, i'll just keep repeating their name <laughs> but then when i intro them because i'm saying words other than their name i completely forget <laughs> how to pronounce it and it's so pathetic how i can pronounce a name properly eight times in a row and then 30 seconds later be like oh uh 
I don't even want to butcher it. How do you say your name? And the worst is when you get cocky and think you know what it is. So you don't even stop to be like, is that your name? And you just go. And then like a minute later, they're like, can you, it's, it's, you're off. You're not even close. (sighs) But Uh. you are one of the success stories from Bachelor in Paradise, which we know is even more wild than the stereotypical Bachelor. And you're also a host on Help We Suck at Dating with Dean. And I was on it, and it was an epic episode that turned into me just asking them about how to function in a relationship that was on reality TV. And you're so funny, so smart, so such a good jawline. So I had to oh have you God, on. I got to come on this podcast more often. <laughs> Please keep it coming. But I want to begin with just asking about emotional intelligence. You dealt with a girl who is so good at expressing her emotions. I'm terrible at it. She will cry good over anything. She'll cry over like a nice cup of coffee. So (laughs) she's just so happy that they got the cream and sugar correct. (laughs) Or she cried that the the foam art on top was disfigured. So I want to know, did this crying scare you or did it, did you like it or how did your relationship, because I know some people like, can't handle when people cry how do you do it i mean what first yeah it was definitely a deterrent (laughs) honestly because it was so intimidating you know we went down at bachelor in paradise and ashley had this um you know she had uh what about you a crush uh not a crush but she she had you know this everybody knew that she was the crier right and so (laughs) she had that over to overcome and then the first day we meet you know, that night she's already hysterically crying. <laughs> and it's like, oh God, am I willing to invest so much effort and time into a relationship with someone who just cries all the time? Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Anybody, anytime Ashley starts crying, like our our argument or our conversation, it's over. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I check out. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Because it's like, I, you know, as you anybody who's crying hysterically in front of you, if you have any type of compassion or soul at all, you immediately back down. You're like, I'm sorry. I please. I forgive yeah, me. You're not going to kick I'm a wrong. dead dog. No, exactly. Right. But then she'll be like, no, we need to keep talking, <laughs> you know? And she's like, this doesn't solve anything. I'm like, well, then you need to stop crying. And she's like, well, I can't stop crying. And then like, I'm, then I'm like, I can't, we can't she continue goes, talking I've about broken it. the seal. It's not going to stop. <laughs> yeah. That's the issue. And she'll just be like, we have to, you just have to learn how to, continue talking through my crying and i've gotten better at it but it's still she could go like and you know exactly what she's saying i mean well a lot of times she'll do like that thing where she it it becomes so funny because she'll try to uh you know talk back but when she starts talking about something serious she'll start crying more so she'll be like you know i just i just ah!" And it's like, oh, God, it just never goes anywhere. But we have, I mean, I'm super lucky that we were friends for a couple of years. In in hindsight, I made all the wrong decisions a guy can make. But it actually weirdly worked out because because of that friendship we had, it created such a strong foundation Mm -hmm. of the relationship we have now with our communication and with our just being around each other constantly. Mm -hmm. As you know, you're engaged. Mm -hmm. You're just around your fiance, your husband. Especially during the pandemic. Especially during the pandemic. So we got so lucky that we were able to learn so much about each other, uh, not being in a relationship, uh, that I, I felt like we were able to kind of grow individually, but also grow together. And I think that's really helped us because a lot of people, as you know, when you get together, it's kind of like you have to grow individually and together under this one bubble where Ashley and I were able to kind of always be almost go parallel with each other. And um, that really helped. I feel like I don't get invested in too many of the relationships, but your relationship, I can't wait to pick apart because it was so special. And I just have to say, I saw like a headline at some point that you guys were together. And I feel like every girl everywhere was like, yeah, Ashley, (laughs) like she defied the odds. She's a fucking superhero. But I'm putting you on the spot because there's this girl, Tinks, who has this theory. She went on Nick Vial's podcast and she was like, when a guy meets a girl, he immediately puts her in a box. He puts her in a box in her head. Either I want to sleep with her. I see her as wifey material. I'm not into her. She's friend material. And that's that. And she was like, there's nothing you could do to change it. Just do you. And that's it. Your relationship defies those odds. Yeah, I guess I agree with her that every 
guy puts a girl in a box, but I would also say that a girl usually puts a guy in the box. It's like it's very similar True. no matter what sex you are. But like, did you have times- Ashley in a box? Uh, I wouldn't say I necessarily, I mean, that's a great question because my boxes are very blurred. <laughs> you go, so, <laughs> I have bubbles. I, yeah. There, yeah. I think more bubbles. She was in a <laughs> giant bubble. I mean, I think, I, I guess maybe I don't agree or <laughs> maybe I'm somebody that doesn't, you know, go by that logic because I do think that things can change. Cause I, you I rejected her. Change. On yeah, the show, I mean, for, like for eight hundred times, way. like seven yeah. million times. Never mind. She should definitely not come on this podcast. It's, <laughs> no. it's going to be bad for me later on tonight. No, no, no. But um, I'm, I'm pulling it all together in that yeah. she, I think. Tell me if I'm wrong, because I'm actually, I was invested in your guys' season. That when you said like she came on, she's the crier. You guys came on with characters that you kind of envisioned for yourself. Like she put you on a pedestal as like the guy that if she got her life would just be fixed. And then you had all these people in your ear like, oh, Ashley, like, oh, she cries a lot. Oh, maybe. And you also had a potential to meet so many other girls. Obviously, it wasn't Mm -hmm. just everyone tried to get Ashley. And you guys had so much pressure because immediately she was like you. And... I think that's could be scary, even if you guys are meant to be together. It oh, sounds 100%. like the show actually made it way more complicated. Do you agree oh, or disagree? The show, yeah, oh, I completely agree. I think the show was actually not the best place for Ashley or I to date. <laughs> it's just because everything is sped up on a timeline and there's so much pressure. And I think Ashley and I just don't thrive in those scenarios, mm-hmm. which is interesting that we met each other in that environment, but we obviously did not start dating in that environment. Yeah. Because even, so when I went on the show, you know, before Paradise, you know, everybody assumed that I was going to be the guy that was getting engaged by the end of it. You know, I was seen as the guy who's ready for marriage and settled down. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember talking to producers beforehand and they were like, we're super excited for you. They were like, we think, you know, there's a lot of good girls on there and we think, you know, this could be, this could be it for you. So it's already. Oh my so God, much I'm so easily manipulated. In. I'm already excited. <laughs> I know what happened. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I was, oh, I was like, yeah, give me a ring right now. I'll propose to anybody. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and so, and then going in that, and then like I talked about, you know, you meet all these people and especially it's such, I love the show. I love Bachelor. I love Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. I legitimately hope the show never ends. Mm-hmm. Um, because we owe so much to it. It helps us. It helps us now. It helped us before. Yep. We're so grateful for in it. In hell, like, the devil is a huge fan of Bachelor in Paradise. So uh, yeah, we're devil, all about it. Yes. Big <laughs> it's fan. the devil's Number entertainment. Let's be honest. Oh, 100%. Every Tuesday night. <laughs> the devil um, gets his popcorn. He's like, can't fucking wait. Who's going to cry this week? Uh, and so, yeah. I. But so you meet all these people. And as much as I love the show, like I said, I hope it never gets canceled. It isn't like the best way to meet someone. You get thrown in with all these <laughs> these beautiful people on an island and then you're supposed to like only choose one of them. It's just it's so weird when you think about it. I'm just talking about the show. My wife Ashley is joining us for a couple minutes. Oh my god, I want to ask Ashley the question too. Yeah, so Hi um, Ashley. Hi, good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Congrats on being preggers. You're freaking adorable. Adorable. That's very kind of you. Adorable is a nice word to use. I am. I am adorable. She hates when people say she's glowing <laughs> or, or like or looks good or anything. You're like I'm like, sweating, I, bitch. It's sweat. <laughs> it's gross. It's just gross. Do not call me attractive by any means, but adorable, I'll take. So we were just talking about the show and how you and I kind of defied the odds because we were talking about this woman who went on Nick Viall's podcast and said that every guy puts a girl in a box immediately. When they first meet them. Oh yeah. Okay. And but, like, I'll sleep with her. I'll I'll marry her. I'll, marry I'll be her. friends with her. Or like, I don't want anything to do with her. And Jared's like, Yeah, I agree with that. And I was like, Well, well <laughs> I agree that you put everybody in box, but I would assume, I would hope that people change their boxes. But you we're know? arguing that we think Bachelor in Paradise fucked up his logic of the boxes. Oh, a hundred percent. Because like when you, we were talking about like how before the show you know everybody was like i was seen as the guy ready for marriage yeah and and like you put me on this pedestal which by the way i told her a million times right off the bat i was like listen 
don't like I'm the worst decision you. But ever that's like the hottest thing life. to say to a girl. If a guy's oh, like, don't put me on a pedestal. I'm a mess. I'm like, I want your babies now. <laughs> actually i found out like when we got together that he was a little bit more psycho than i thought but but now i actually think that he's like even maybe above the pedestal i put him on because his treatment of me as a pregnant woman has oh. just been like so outrageously kind well, and helpful and I've, i'm like oh. every day I'm i paid so her to say this this is why i want to <laughs> so with him every day oh my god well that's very sweet of you i, know. I love I'm that more so obsessed much with you every day you're, you're you're my baby mama he's also just been so happy since we moved to Rhode island i don't know if yep. you've been this happy if, if what if we were pregnant in la oh my god see ya. oh Bye-bye. yeah you'd have to like put on like fancy clothes and shit at night or who knows oh, what do people do in la oh my god I, I don't, don't know. know. Bad I don't know things. anymore. Are you guys yeah. fun? What's going on with the coffee shop? What's going on with that? Oh, so it's hopefully opening later in October. I actually just came from there this morning because the I had the uh, He's fire. There every day. Yeah, I had the guy from the fire department come in, and it's just like things you never think about. It's like you got to check the emergency lights, and you got to get fireworks extinguishers in there in the right places, and then like between getting electricians and plumbers and you know everything set up in there it's just like so time okay. consuming i'm just i'm just like manifesting um another sh- a spinoff that has to do with coffee i'm just manifesting it oh see, i love it <laughs> see, the kids well, in the I back working yeah so oh, like obviously like a vanderpump rule so <laughs> yeah. that would be so jared's yelling at some amazing. some kid who just wants to make money during the summer yeah. <laughs> his favorite is favorite show is restaurant impossible oh. Like, oh my god robert with that Uber. buff guy i love that yeah. dude chef robert he's the man Chef robert's a shit but i also love um what is it called with the british Bar-rescue? dude Bar-rescue? the british oh, no. guy because like every oh you mean uh hell's kitchen yes but he has another oh, yeah. one where every time he walks into a restaurant he has to like fix it and he's always like uh, let me order the shrimp scampi. Is it microwaved? And the, they're always like, no. And then he eats it and he goes, this shit is microwaved. And he freaks out. <laughs> um, okay, well, we got to clarify that it's not just a coffee shop because I feel like we've been like saying coffee shop, yeah. coffee shop, coffee shop. It's, it's a bar too. Yeah, oh, it's a coffee yeah. shop and lounge. It turns into like a wine and martini lounge at night. Yep, but actually, I have one question for you. I know football season started. Do you ever feel like he loves Tom Brady more than you? And how do you handle that? Because I just went on his Twitter for research and I was like calm down bro i feel like i have to die on the hill that is tom brady i gotta defend this man i am the first one at the wall anybody who comes after tom brady you gotta get through me i don't like i'm so condoning of this relationship that he has with tom brady i love i like love it as much and i never get tired of hearing about it to be honest like I should be that wife that's like, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, like, You're shut freak. up. But I kind of like, I'm kind of like, he yeah, just like, has so much love to give. <laughs> like, he's reading this book, this new book. Um, it's like, better to new, be feared. New, it's called Better to Be Feared, and like all of New England is talking about mm-hmm. it. And at night when he reads, I like lean over his shoulder and I read with yeah, him. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know. He's got me on the Tom train hard. Oh, there's so much nuance. In, but, oh, it's fantastic. I'm a New Yorker, so we could fight about this later. Well, I'm a Giants fan, so don't uh, ask are how you I in got New Jersey, here. Ashley? Um, well, my family is originally from Jersey. Yeah. So, yeah. do you like Rhode Island? Are you like a Rhode Island like girl now? Well, it was really hard because when we moved here. We were here for two months and like I really was enjoying it very much mm-hmm. and uh, the summer came it was like so cute like I love to like take people around this state it's really great to have guests especially from like May through December and then when I got pregnant like now all I think about is being like pregnant and miserable here <laughs> but I but I know that I do That's love good. the state but because besides this span of months like, I've always loved being here. I've never had a complaint. The only thing I complain about is the fact that he's, like, such a townie. <laughs> like, I like doing, like, Dude, the I'm... classy things. Like, let's go to Newport nah. and Westerly nah. and, like, all this. Put like, me in West Warwick. And I he's want... like, he wants to go to the softball field with his Duncan. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go. I want to play co-ed softball, get myself a nice little caramel three He's like, I need to mow the lawn, him. okay? Yeah, <laughs> I need to mow the lawn, and then I want to go to the dive bar at night, wash yeah. the socks. 
Yeah. Like, that's what I want. That's, yeah. And I just want to go to the Warwick Mall. Speaking of being normal people, what was it like? Because as someone on reality TV who's had a romance, like, it's kind of hot. Like, the lights and the cameras and the people, like, rooting you on. Like, if I was on Bachelor in Paradise, I'm convinced a producer could get me to fuck a barnacle. Like, if they just were like, he's so into you, like, whatever. What was it like when the cameras stopped, the lights stopped, and you get back to normalcy? Was that a good transition for you guys, or was it weird as fuck? For us, it was bad. Like as a relationship, yeah, as a relationship, it was better, better for off us. the show. Because I feel like but it goes I, either way, like extremes. Well, I think people get hyped up. Like, and I think we probably not to accuse people, mm-hmm. but we probably just saw it with Brandon and Piper. If you guys were watching yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, because I heard that they broke up. Where you get kind of lost into this world of being a bachelor couple, yes. so to speak. And, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that they did or didn't, but it obviously isn't the best look that they went there with this idea of being a couple mm-hmm. and then went through all this crap, left, and then broke up afterwards when, like, they didn't get a lot of support. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like a lot of people just love the idea of being in a bachelor couple because, like you said, there's lights and there's cameras and there's excitement and people are rooting for you. And it's like, and then, but it's you like, realize do you love the person quickly, or do you love that? Yeah, do you love the idea of being in a relationship with this person or do you actually love being in a relationship? Like do you love with this that Samantha from Kansas thinks you guys are adorable or do you actually love how he his mind works? Totally. And I that's I think you something... can tell while you're there. Yeah. I think you can tell. I think you but... could probably tell, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to uh not like Buy I could I, yeah, I mean people yeah. I think just like accept that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask Ashley a question because I feel like you are so good at expressing and being in touch with your emotions. And I mean that like a hundred percent. And two, I feel like you're connected with your gut because, and I have a lot of pride. Like if I feel like a guy is slightly not into me, I'm like never talking to him again. Fuck you. Like he could have just been having an off day and I'll be like, "Mm, not right. What in your gut made you think I am meant for this man. And no matter when any obstacles that come my way, I will climb that obstacle. Like at what point, did you like how do you are you connected with your gut like that did you really know he was the one yeah it was really weird (laughs) even though he didn't know i don't know i never had like that feeling of when i first met somebody like with like this weird like like hit you sort of thing and i was talking to i don't know you know jonathan bennett yeah you know aaron samuels and his fiance james vaughn they said that they had like the exact same feeling they had never experienced and it was like when they like saw each other it was just like like that was like and you know you knew that he had it but he was like fighting it no i don't think jared had a love at first sight (laughs) i had a love at first sight no i didn't it's okay i'm fine with that it wasn't that i didn't it was i remember i'll never forget when you walked down the stairs and and you looked gorgeous and you were staring at me a lot which was a little freaky but also so endearing you weren't blinking because my thing was i definitely like wanted jared to be there i've like been very i've posted this picture you manifested it I definitely well I I kind I manifest a lot of things mm. um but I definitely wanted him to be there I don't know if I manifested that I mean the producers were probably going to put the fourth place finisher on yeah, season the, on, the producers on the definitely manifested that yeah. <laughs> thank you producers <laughs> um but when I got there wait what was I saying oh yeah so even though I wanted him to be there I kept telling producers I was like even though like, I want you to be there, I just want you guys to know that like, I think it's gonna be really difficult for me to like someone. Like, I don't think that there's oh, anybody yeah. that I'm gonna like go absolutely cuckoo for. And then when I saw him, I think I was so taken aback by like this immediate feeling <laughs> that I must've like, that, 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 that the staring was definitely like a, and he's also like so much, I don't know, you are way, you're way hotter on Paradise than you are on Caitlyn's season. I thought you were way hotter. But why? I don't even know. It was a matter of a month. It's just, you get, I get a tan and I go from a five and a half to a a solid seven. Tan is a different person. Me tan. Haircut and a tan. Uh, And honestly, uh, to be fair with, you know, you asked the question of like, why did she keep being persistent? I mean, well, I'm just he, a dumb guy who's definitely giving a lot of mixed signals. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah. Because they will oversimplify shit. They'll be like, Jared's yeah. rejected her 4,000 times, but she's still trying. <laughs> but, like, you definitely had to have something for this girl to, 
Yeah, oh, I hate when they do that. I will say, in Paradise, he didn't give me much to no, go on. Outside, he, outside of, of Paradise, uh, like, but that's what matters. So much for me to like continue to keep. Because that's honestly like uh, that's when I really started yeah. falling in love with Ashley. When we got, oh. I always I always reference this one weekend that we went for a charity event, and she looked incredible, and it was. We got to watch football on Sunday. You're like, she's charitable. Tom Brady was in the background. It's all. <laughs> it was just there was a lot of emotion going on there. But like, we got to sit and just like have a Sunday, you know, which a lot of people obviously are in Bachelor knew Paradise. If he could have a Sunday in the fall with me, I was like, with the combination of these yeah. days, I know I can do it, and I did it, and I saw like the look in his face just totally change. But then I played along with it for months and months. Well, because in Paradise or on the show, you don't get to experience normal life with somebody. Ew. So to be able to just watch football on a Sunday and I have got people him over to sleep and have over a ball, at my parents' house, yeah, and it was just. It, you I felt are a sick so, genius it's because she's italian we're long term like revenge anything i don't care if it takes 10 <laughs> years we're gonna get it oh my god that is so funny so ashley even though this guy had rejected you and made you feel like shit before how are you able to gain confidence in yourself again to be like oh i am he thinks i'm the best this is what our producer executive producer Alon gale used to tell me he used to be like you're a goldfish like you can literally like bounce back from like rejection and sadness so quickly and just be like, and forget. Cause you know, they have like a zero second memory. <laughs> You're a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you wait squirrel? That's so weird that you said that because my friend used to call Jared squirrel, like in that movie yeah. when the dog sees a squirrel and it goes squirrel. Yeah, like immediately squirrel. it's from up. up. Yes. Up. Anyway. But yeah. So between those two, I don't know. I just like bounce back really fast and I'm such a daydreamer mm. and I was so daydreaming to like the point of manifestation where I would just like all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well, if I just hit the reset button, it was all about like mentally hitting the reset button, mm-hmm. daydreaming it out, manifesting it out again. Ashley does just was- a great job of being optimistic. I mean, that's what it's simplistic, but it's the truth. But I also feel like she- crying is part of her magic. Cause like, I don't feel Maybe. my feelings. But you, oh, when really? you feel your feelings, she's like, oh, God, are you okay? No, but when you feel your feelings, that means they can leave your body. Like, if you just try to, like, f- figure them out in your head, they're never going to leave. Like, I was just looking at a TikTok oh, about that. That's very Like, smart. you can't figure out your feelings. You just have to express them. And that's the only way you can move forward. And Ashley's, like, the queen of that. That's I think so you funny. described our relationship in a nutshell because I'm certainly someone who tries to figure You're out their feelings and doesn't it. release them, where she's someone who releases them and doesn't figure out shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the next day she's fine and you don't know how. Yeah. The next day, five minutes later. <laughs> in grad That's school, amazing. My, my friends and I, it was my birthday, and it was time for me to make my birthday wish, and they're like, let's put the wish into the world. And Aww. I like blew the candle outside the window. <laughs> and like that's just kind of how I've always been outside the window yeah. it needs to go into the world if the yeah. window is closed it only stays in this room exactly. oh my god well I also think that you guys being close friends and I know you probably answer this all the time but I just want to know Jared when did you start getting ro- like you knew that there'd be romance like there could be a chance what were you scared yeah. of what do you think was blocking it well, I think also I subconsciously knew I was leading her on in a way. Not leading her on, but he definitely. Hates using the expression leading on. I know, because yeah. I think leading on is always with a, a malicious intent. Yeah. Like you're leading someone on. I don't know if that's technically a definition, but I like to say I was giving mixed signals. And yes. Subconsciously, I definitely knew I was because I knew I was one foot in and one foot out. Because you were mixed up in the head. Yeah, but in my in my head we'll talk about trying to figure out feelings. I was like, okay, well, if I don't make a move on her, if we're not intimate or physical in any way, then that's okay. Like that's much better. And, uh, and truthfully, that was stupid, obviously, because you can give someone mixed signals without being physical. And emotions can be like way more complicated and hurtful than just a little P in the V, you know? Totally. (laughs) Just a little P in the V. You never hurt anybody. Uh, well, sometimes it does. But my point being, how big it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Anywho, uh, we have but, ADD, uh, by the way. I feel like all three of us do, but this is a journey we're going on. Brought up topics that never <laughs> no, a thousand times over. <laughs> oh my um, God. But yeah, so that was kind of like where my head was at. But then we ended up making out one night in November. December, but December, <laughs> December, <laughs> December after counting. paradise. 
And then, um, and then I, I felt threw, bad. And then I threw up in I the car the next day. She threw up in the car the next okay. day. Terrible. Oh God, she was throwing up too. So we were on. We had an event in Boston. We stayed <laughs> in a hotel in Boston. We ended up making out that night. The next day, she woke up and she was hungover as shit. And she just, she just didn't look right. And then so I was I driving like back. I was to, in a fight the night before, like a physical altercation. Oh, she was so puffy. So then we were driving back to Rhode Island because she was, her car was down there, and that's where I lived at the time. And then. I was on the highway and she was, she, I could tell that she was like, she's kind of just like fidgeting and moving around. I was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then all of a sudden out of my peripheral, I could see like her hand just motioning up and down <laughs> waving. And then I looked over and her other mouth was covering, her other hand was covering her mouth. I'm not joking. Puke no! was like coming in between. No! her fingers and i was like okay i'm pulling over i'm pulling Ashley over Ashley has over. overcome everything oh it was the most disgusting thing i'll never remember <laughs> i'll never forget that image of you just puking in your hand and like it coming and he's like that's gonna fingers. be my baby mama someday that's, that's my baby mama i tried so hard for, we're talking like you know six months of me like playing it cool and making every single move amazingly until the fact until the point that he ended up making a physical move, and then that happened. And then the real Ashley I showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he didn't want to make out with me at all after that. No, but, no, but I don't even while. know why. Like you got so weird after that. I'm not sure if it was because the throw up or because she's oh, like my throw up was cute. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. I want to know. You guys both have separate podcasts. Is that strategic to keep your relationship together? Or <laughs> no, not really. It's just kind of the way it worked out. Yeah. But I love doing the podcast, obviously, with Dean. Mm -hmm. Um and I think with Ash and I, we just you know, there's so much content between the two of us, between our social media pages, mm -hmm. and then anytime we do stuff like this, mm -hmm. you know, we usually do it together because we really like doing it together. Yeah. So I think if we ever did a podcast, I'm definitely open to the idea, but it would yeah, just but... be so much Ashley and Jared content. Yeah. We'd have to figure out a way to make it right. It's cute but... to leave and talk about the other person sometimes. Or not. Totally. Like, I talk so much shit about Dean, it's not even funny. <laughs> I'm like, Dean was 15 minutes late again. You guys are like a married couple, you and Dean. It was really, I know, it's great. it was adorable. I love that kid. He's just the best. He really is. He's he's so endearing and sweet and just, he's such a good man. He's a sensitive uh, soul. I told Ashley, I met Dean at this like tennis event with Kaylin in New York City. And he shows up with sandals on. To a oh, yeah. full-on tent like we're playing tennis and i'm like that's the most dean shit he's like i use these for hiking and i'm like okay whatever i'm not gonna judge yeah yeah, yeah sure that makes no sense no, but yeah he would, he go ahead go barefoot and hike you know uh, he would do it he would yeah he he's would just a, a free ass spirit um yeah. i, I want to know from you guys because this is a mental health comedy pod do either of you suffer from anxiety who's who has more anxiety how do you handle the anxiety because when you're a couple that shit comes together we both do Mine's more a little bit more dormant than his is actually. <laughs> I love the word dormant. <laughs> but then again, I've been medicated for so long that <laughs> she's like, I could bash my head into a wall, wouldn't feel it. <laughs> yeah. People are funny because like people who watch me on Paradise, they'll be like, You need help. Like you oh need you need to be on something. <laughs> and then I'm like, girl, this is me on something. <laughs> Yeah, I get the Hannah, you need therapy. And I'm like, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but Jared's is, um, this is better. He's, he's been good now. He's very much, uh, much better. a product of his environment, as he likes to say, mm. which I actually don't think it's a very good thing. And I think that it's actually something that if we had to, living in LA with him, which is someplace that he did not like to be, he was depressed and pretty moody a lot. Mm. Moody man, um, moody guys man. are so but then moody. Here he's fine. Yeah, we're very I don't moody. No, it's we're weird. But I think that I wish he was the kind of person that could be kind of happy anywhere. <laughs> I f I'm happy anywhere. I'm happy in Warwick. I'm happy in Cranston. I'm happy in East Greenwich. Yeah. Oh my god, these are all towns. He's like whenever I'm drinking Duncan. Whenever someone yeah, yeah, even says me. the name Tom. Oh god, don't even get me started. No, I I think uh, the way I. I've done a lot better handling my anxiety because I, as we talked about before, I was much more of a um, quiet man prior. Yeah, to you were. Ashley and, and he even, was yeah. on the show. He's like unrecognizable to me sometimes. Yeah, I just didn't express a lot of my emotions because also I think I always like the idea of being um, thought mysterious. of as one mysterious, but also <laughs> secondly, someone who like 
has their shit together. Yeah. Like I always like that perception of me mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people had it. And that's for boring was, people. Yeah, and then that's like, <laughs> shut up. You're you're a mess just like the rest of us. I mean, going and, on a um, reality show and caring about like how people perceive you like that is fucking hard. Well, I mean, it's true. I feel like everybody every, everybody cares the it's always the people who are like, I don't care what people think about me mm-hmm. who actually care the most about you know, of course I care what people think about me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like mean comments. I don't want people to think that like I'm a jerk or, or that I'm a mess mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I don't know. However, like I'm, I'm ruining Ash's life. Like, I don't know, but um, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. And so I, I think I just try, uh, I, 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 I've just been able to express my anxiety a lot more. Yeah. Itself. And I don't want to like, <clears throat> I hate it when people, are like, oh, I'm anxious, I'm anxious. It's like, no, 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 like both of us, like if we were like, sitting in the psychology, you know, the psych- psyche, <laughs> the shrink's chair, the psychiatrist chair would probably very much diagnose us with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Well, he, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not make assumptions. No, I don't want to yeah. like, belittle the word of people like yeah. saying, I don't like you and people like just overuse that. Oh that yeah, like when they're just like stressed a little bit about something when yeah, like anxiety exactly. is a disorder, but people have like yeah. seriously high functioning. It's a fucking spectrum. But it's, yeah. but he'll like have like sort of spirals of thought. Like, you know, he yes. will go down the rabbit hole and it's bad like if i leave him alone for like a couple hours <laughs> oh, i know it's I'm, not funny i mean it's funny. you I, honestly yeah, if she leaves me alone for like four or five hours i'm convinced an asteroid is hitting the earth in five you know minutes. what that's like, me life is I, over. I could not uh, like i understand it so much you're like oh my god day yeah. alone i could do whatever i want and then two hours in you're like i hate myself oh yeah <laughs> days alone are so bad for him even if you're like at my parents and i like binge watch Grey's anatomy a couple hours with my mom and i go downstairs to like our little guest room he'll be like i can just tell in his eyes i'm like oh my god you went down the spiral well, it's because i'm sure i don't understand how people don't like when you're left alone with your own thoughts yeah I mean, as a human, it's just like, I think of a lot of messed up things and like two hours into it, I'm like, I am a human piece of you garbage. You nailed it because there's no one to have another perspective to be like, okay, that's a lot. Or like, let's not think like that. But instead your brain's like, they say that, especially if you have ADD, ADD, you like stimulation. And they say that negative thoughts are more stimulating than positive thoughts. So it's almost like subconsciously more fun to be like, but what if this happened to me? Oh, yeah. And I think that it's also hard. There's no one there to speak rational. Yeah. Or like make you feel like, no, it's okay. This is normal. Yes. You know, because like. Because Ashley's um, watching Grey's Anatomy. So. (laughs) Because anytime I get into like, exactly. Anytime I get into like this spiral, I'll sometimes like I'll call my mom or call my dad. And then I immediately feel better because I'm just kind of expressing it off my chest. And once I say it, I'm like, wow, that's so ridiculous. Why was I, why did, why did I think about this one thing for the past two hours and convinced it was going to end my life? Are you uncomfortable? No, I was a little comfortable. Do you want to sit in the chair? No, 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 it's okay. I, I should, I should go now. But, okay. but Ashley, I, thank you so time. much for stopping by. I love you so much. I love that you are growing a family together and good fucking luck. Thank you. <laughs> Godspeed, Dad. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Oh my God. That was so funny because when she came on, she was like ready to completely join the conversation in depth. She's like, let's talk about the shit. Quick question. Speaking of loving you guys, how do you handle the trolls saying bad things? Like about sometimes when people are mean to me, I'm like, whatever. But when people say bad stuff about like my significant other or my relationship, I'm like, I'm going to lose it. I know. It's, It's a tough line because I don't like commenting back. No. One, one, because... The amount of times I've like seen headlines being like so and so claps back, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, like, I can't clap. I'm not trying to clap at anyone. It's like, sorry, you had 280 positive comments and one bad one, and you clapped true. back at the one bad true. one. True. It's like, yeah, there are people that suck in this world. Mm-hmm. I wish it wasn't true, but it is. But it, it is a balance because, of course, like sometimes I read bad comments and I immediately get angry. Yeah. And but the problem is when you respond, you get so many people having your back and then they immediately attack that person and i'm like guys i didn't mean for us to all gang up i just wanted to respond because i was pissed off 
I didn't need 50 other people to be like, yeah, you tell them this person sucks. It becomes like a hate jerk off circle. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to open this can of worms. (laughs) But there are times, you know, it depends if it really bothers Ashley. Mm -hmm. There'll be times where I come in and say something because I want to, you know, it's my it's my wife. I want to look out for her. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if there's a comment that really, really is by like sometimes, sure, she'll sometimes she'll cry about a comment. She'll read a comment. And then it will put doubt in her head and mm-hmm. she'll get emotional about it. And it's like, but then five minutes later, she's amazing. <laughs> then, yeah, a goldfish. She hits her <laughs> face against the, the bowl and then she's fine. But, um, yeah, so I think the best thing is, like, if I wanted to hate myself, I would read, you know, I'd Google myself and just read the Twitter Isn't comments. it so funny that I used to, like, when I was younger, like, occasionally Google myself, be like, oh, what, does it say something about, like, my high school tennis career? Like, and now I, like, literally, I'm like, I can never Google myself ever again if I want to be happy. Oh, yeah. I Googled myself uh, a couple months ago, but I did it. I didn't do just my name. I did it because I wanted to see uh if there was any articles about me from high school uh from baseball because i remember (laughs) my biggest claim to fame before i was on the show was there was an article about our baseball team and i had uh it was like a big game against one of the schools and i had a i had a rbi single in the late (laughs) innings and so they mentioned that in in like the war you know paper uh, and so i was like I-, I wish i could find this i couldn't find it so i was like jared haven warwick baseball vets but but yeah if you just google like your name, baseball like, hero from warwick baseball hero that should come up immediately god playground legend hello yeah this is bullshit well is it also true that you were an actor no no, not an actor. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I've done like small acting. I was a theater major for a while, which oh, cool. was so much fun. Um, so I went to. I was a history. So first, I was a law enforcement major when I went to college, and then uh, in order to graduate, I needed to take some sort of art class. So um, I always loved movies, and I was like, I'll take an acting class. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. And I took an acting class with a buddy of mine, and my buddy hated it. We were both like prototypical sports guys Mm -hmm. like never thought about doing it i fucking loved it that's awesome Uh, it was so much fun it was a theater acting course and i had a ball i took a summer class after that and i just fell in love with it and so then i was actually a theater major for a little while and i did some college plays and they were so much fun but at the time i was dating um someone from home and uh like I had no plans of moving to Los Angeles or doing anything like that. So I ended up becoming a history major and kind of figuring things out. And then that was really it. And then a buddy of mine um, who was a direct, who he became a, a film major and he graduated from Rhode Island college, the one I went to. And then he moved to Los Angeles, got his master's in film. And he's done a bunch of like indie films and small things. And he's always looking for actors. And so I've done a couple of things with him, which has been super fun um it's been a blast like i just love i love creating i love the idea of creating a story from scratch Mm. um i love filmmaking i'm fascinated by i would love to direct one day my goal my bucket list goal is to direct my own movie cool and that yeah i'm not talking about a theatrical film i'm talking about like a eight minute short but even doing that would be honestly (laughs) i I know i dream yeah so i I pretty much wanted to make titanic 2 um no you're like Um, i want a two minute youtube video that would be ideal for me (laughs) i know but honestly i i i think i'm gonna do it just write a uh, an eight minute short, something that I, I really feel passionate about and, uh, and, and just film it and, and see what comes from it. But it's always nerve wracking as well because I want it to be done well. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of like my background in that. Do you enjoy, or do you like miss being on a show or do you like this like quiet Rhode Island life right now? Um, I like but I mean, it feels like two different lives. Yeah. I love Rhode Island life. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, is, is there like a car accident happening? This is just New York right City. <laughs> oh, okay. I have this. There's like a turn right outside my door uh, where got, people try to skip the line and turn in at yeah. the end. And they're like, no, you're not, motherfucker. And they honk yeah. all day. And my fiance is like, shut the fuck up. So um, <laughs> that's just the this is what it sounds like in hell, actually, for real. Oh, it's just no, I like it. assholes honking at each other all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's amazing how you go to new york and literally people honk just to fucking honk it's like and the honk there pollution. it's not like a, 
it's like it's not a like a uh, it's a <laughs> And they lay on it for like it's four the group seconds. Mentality like, though, like if someone starts, then everyone's like, okay, I guess it's cool doing that, and then it just goes I on guess. forever. You got to join the crowd there. But uh, I really love the Rhode Island Quiet Life. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I play co-ed softball on Sundays. That's awesome. I'm super excited to open this coffee shop. I that love is being so around my exciting. The coffee yeah, shop. I'm so excited. I'm so excited Fresh to be a bar. business owner here. Um, and I, I just love Rhode Island. I love being around my friends and family. I thrive in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there is. I honestly don't, it's kind of weird. I'm, there is this adrenaline. Yeah, it's a high. It's a high. And I, I don't miss, I don't miss being on reality TV. I don't, but I miss the adrenaline of being on reality TV. Yeah. That moment of like, you know, as you know, like I find the the filming is way more fun than maybe other stuff that comes with it. Oh, I don't. If oh I hate watching it I can't oh, I hate when it airs yeah but like filming it is fun because yeah, yeah there's even though filming kind of sucks too yeah it it's does like long days <laughs> and it's boring and but like there are moments in there but I, I think the worst part is when it airs because then you're just it's just scary yeah you I, have I'm, no control you have no control and I don't know what people are gonna think and like. It's just it's it's scary kind of putting your lives, your life in other people's hands and just not knowing what's going to happen and being a public figure. And it's just did uh, you want to be famous or did your like family uh, think you'd be famous one day? Well, my yeah, my family always thought uh, I just had a a personality to be on on camera. Like (laughs) my like my family was always they they were very supportive of. Uh, I had a lot of friends or family, you know, like aunts and uncles mm-hmm. being like, you need to go to L.A., you need to be a movie star, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, and also a lot of that came from bartending as well. I know that sounds weird, but bart- when you're bartending, you're kind of on like on a stage, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think people saw me in that aspect and just kind of my personality in general. And so I think I got I don't know if I always want. I always knew I'd. I always felt like I'd do something. I didn't know what it was, mm. but I always felt like something would happen. Like you um, wanted, you felt like you were capable of something exciting. Yeah. What that excitement was, <laughs> I had no idea, honestly. I definitely didn't think it was going to be going on The Bachelor, <laughs> but um, I always felt like something was going to happen. Well, Jared, we're going to wrap it up with a final game. You're crushing it, but we're going to play The Seven Deadly Sins. Um, because it's hell, it's not a fun game. It's just me asking you questions, but I like to call it a game. Seven deadly sins. <laughs> what are you greedy about? Uh, I'm greedy about family time. Mm. Uh, like for for holidays, it's tough because Ashley's from Virginia, and so like you got kind of split the holidays. But I'm very greedy. Where it's like, well, I just want to spend Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's in Rhode Island. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Like, I don't get it. Why is this an issue? You know? And if we could be here for the 4th of July, that would be awesome as well. It's so hard because you want someone who, like, loves their family so much. But then you're like, but I love my family, too. And then you're yeah. like, now we have to compromise on love. It's complicated. We have to compromise on holidays. And that's a big thing. I'm like, no, I I, I want to go to my high school to watch my Thanksgiving Day. Oh, my God. Know, that's adorable. Game. Is it adorable or is it annoying? Because I would... Yeah, Ashley definitely, I don't know if you're in the room, definitely said it was an, it's annoying. <laughs> I literally, the other day, I was like, it was last Friday night, and it was a really nice night out. I was like, Ashley, you want to go to a high school football game? <laughs> but like, if She's you like, could no, be happy with those little things in life, like, then what do you need? Like, I, I know. I always get worried because Justin Bieber said he lost he like had too too much dopamine doing all his crazy like tours and shit that like the average thing doesn't make him happy anymore. I'm like, that's my biggest fear. A hundred percent. It's a very real thing. And there's, there's parts that scare me. We talked about the adrenaline of being on reality TV. It's sometimes. And you guys have done so many, like, you know, winter games, you you, like show up, host things together. Like you guys have been in all every TV, like gig that I can imagine. And we've been extremely lucky and I'm I'm lucky. And I'm so grateful for every opportunity that we got. Mm -hmm. Because if you asked me six years ago, when we were first on the show, that this would still be happening, Mm -hmm. there's no way in hell I would have thought that was going to be the case. I really thought it was going to be, I was going to go on this show. It was going to be fun for a couple months. And then my life was going to go back to normal. And luckily, very luckily it hasn't, but that's a fear, you know, is that like what happens when, what happens if this just all goes away one day. So, you know, we talked about like, yeah, I don't like, 
I necessarily don't like the idea of being on reality TV, but it's been so good to me and I'm so grateful for it. And every opportunity that's come from it, like it does scare me that one day, like it just, those opportunities won't be here. Yeah, which is normal. And that's me and you just spiraling in anxiety right now. Um, you're 100%. like, Ashley, we need you back. We're spiraling. <laughs> um, have you seen Squid Game yet? No, but I heard it's insane. You have to watch it. And also it reminded me of being on reality TV, but only you will understand that. Like people listening will probably be like, what? Um, okay. Who are you envious of? Envious of? I guess I'm envious of people who are able to make money behind the scenes and nobody knows that they're rich. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I want. I want to be the guy who's just behind the curtain and nobody knows that. I, and I'm just settled for life. You and love I'm, a mysterious I'm, moment. Oh, 100%. Like, I want to, I don't, I don't, I want to be, I want to be, be able, I'm envious of the guy that I meet that I'm like, oh, you're a millionaire and I, nobody knows who you are. Mm -hmm. I want to be you. I want to be that guy. Yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes the richest person in the room is dressed the shittiest, like, especially in LA or like New York City. Like, the guy is wearing like the suede jacket. I'm like, you're in debt, bitch. Calm yeah, down. or their hoodie with their yeah, their fuck you flip flops. Yeah, flip flops, <laughs> and yeah. just like that, like hat, just a black hat. Yeah. What are you gluttonous about? So, what do you overindulge in? Uh well, definitely chocolate. Holy crap! That's oh, my yeah. see. Like, I don't love food. I mean, I love food, obviously, but I love desserts, and that's what really scares me. Like, I could <laughs> be four hundred pounds pretty easily, and that's a little nerve wracking. Um, because again. I just love. <laughs> spiraling i love desserts mm-hmm. holy crap i i have so i keep york pepper patties in the fridge i know this is like a small thing uh-huh. but like i'll have 17 a day because oh, wow. it's just like every time every time i go to the fridge i pop one must in. be nice to I have go- your metabolism oh well it's gonna fade fast i know i actually just went to buffalo to do some comedy shows and they have this thing called sponge chocolate have you heard of it no oh it's so good it's like on, like honeycomb on the inside but kind of malty where like you bite it and mm. it cracks melts and then chocolate on the outside anyway that's my current binge um actually just got me half-baked ben and jerry's which is very exciting oh hell yeah you have to look forward to something you know when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath or anger because i know some guys on the bachelor are known for like getting all like you know machismo and shit i don't really remember you fighting with anyone uh, i didn't really get into it much the last time i got really Ash, do you remember the last time I got really angry? <laughs> I could. You're like when my high school get... when my high school football team lost, tossed the bench. I know, I know, and honestly, it was probably when like I lost in co-ed softball. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get I get angry at myself in competitive environments where I don't feel like I'm doing as well as I should be. Same. So I are I you know Leo? I'm a Scorpio now. Oh, you're Scorpio. Yeah. My fiance is a Scorpio. I'm my best friend. Oh, and Scorpio's I'm Scorpio rising. So I get it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that means, but I like it. <laughs> um, What's Ashley's but, sign? Uh, she's a uh, uh, Pisces. Oh, we love my mom's yeah. Pisces. And apparently Pisces and Scorpios really. They're good go together. Well together. Thank goodness. I don't know. She said that on Paradise one time. <laughs> uh, I think the last time I, I get angry, honestly, I don't get, I get angry at myself. Mm. That's, I think uh, I get really angry at myself. So I never really show my anger toward, mm. in front of a lot of people. But like, if I'm, I, it's, it's so weird. I'm sure I'm, I, I hope I'm not alone in this, but like, I'll just, I'll just go on this tangent where I'm like, Jared, you fucking <laughs> suck, bro. And it's like, why am I so angry at myself? It wasn't like, I left the toilet seat up. There's worse <laughs> things in the world. Why am I so angry? That's actually you so know, self-aware. That, I, no, you nailed it because I'm the same way because I don't really show anger. I'm more of like, I'll cry if I get really frustrated. But I am, I can so easily get mad at myself. Um, oh, yeah. Like if I forget like an appointment or if I, or. And stupid, I'm, stupid, like, stupid. Ashley, <laughs> yeah, Ashley will make fun of me because I'll be like, I'm so fucking stupid she's like why are you getting so angry at yourself and i'm like because i shouldn't i shouldn't have forgotten that it was my fault oh my god she's like okay relax (laughs) when was the last time you were a sloth so super lazy didn't do anything all day uh i don't like not doing anything all day Mm -hmm. i like i can't watch i can't sit down and watch tv during the day it's 
one of the things that Ashley truly hates about me. I don't like binge watching. Yeah. I like after I sit down for like an hour and a half, I need to get up. I need to be doing something yeah, else. Yeah, Des is like, um, that. he'll be like, we need to go on a walk. I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do. I'm in f- <laughs> under a cover. And he's like, we need to go for a walk around the block. We got to get the blood flowing. I'm like, I hate you. Something. You're like a gym teacher. <laughs> uh, so I'd say the last time I was a sloth was probably, I remember last year, of course, with with football. Some some Sunday where it was like the Patriots were on at one, the Buccaneers were on at four thirty, and then there was a good Sunday night football game. So I legitimately did nothing for a solid twelve hours. Do you wake up early? Pizza. Yeah, I'm up. I'm usually up by seven thirty eight. So not like super. Early. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when was the last time? This is a tough one. You let your pride or your ego get in the way of something. Could be like career, um, relationship, oh. friendship. Oh, God, all the time. Most notably would definitely be my relationship with Ashley Mm -hmm. and refusing to cross that boundary from friendship into relationship. And a lot of it came down to pride and Mm -hmm. ego because it was this, you know, thought process again of being like, no, like, you know, it's it's too complicated. You know what you want. You know, there's certain flaws in in what would be our eventual relationship and just like overthinking things and there was also this ego you know for so long ashley was constantly going after me and then there was going to come up you know then obviously she dated uh, another guy and i had to swallow my pride and ego because then did that help you like going after- get some alerts like oh i don't love that she's with someone else oh fuck yeah i was freaking out <gasps> i remember when she was filming and I heard all these rumors that like she could be engaged to someone or she was in a really serious relationship and I was freaking out and I was doing, I know, and it was only for 10 days, but like first, <laughs> I know it's so pathetic, but as you know, when you're not spe- like n- nobody knew what was going on, yeah. like it just, and so of course I got like into that spiral of being angry at myself being like you didn't fucking say anything you're a loser yeah. you refuse to just like actually take a chance in your life yeah. blah 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 and then she left and I found out she wasn't engaged which thank god uh-huh. and then uh you know that's when everything but then I had to swallow my ego and pride pretty hard because I could have easily just been like nope nope like you know she you know I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. But instead, I, I'm I'm very lucky that I was able to be like, no, you know. Well, it's a good example. Fine. Like you can think yourself out of any situation. Like you could have the love of your 100%. life right there and, and think yourself into being like, it's better off if I don't. I know. But then I also knew I would regret it for the rest of my life. So I'm, I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I'm I uh, at least can like step outside my own body yeah. and look at a situation from the outside which is surprising that I, I feel like a lot of people are unable to do that. Yeah, yeah. I I also feel like because you were friends, something about her, you always just want to like be around her, even if it wasn't romantic at the time. Because that's a huge thing that, because once the like puppy dog phase fi- leaves, you're left with just like, do you authentically like that person as a human being? Oh, 100%. So that was already checked off. I remember I've had slow burns with guys where like, I wasn't really attracted to them, but... I like didn't want to leave at the end of the day or like with a hang. And then you see like the rest either falls in place or doesn't, but that's hard to find. Oh, a thousand percent. There's so many times with like ex relationships or people that I dated where it was like, I need to get out of here. Like (laughs) I, I want to leave, you know, and it doesn't mean that it was bad or they were bad. It was just like, it's like, you just, I need to go. Like our time has expired. (laughs) We've hung out for a couple hours. Your energy has been sucked. The energy has gone. have been sucked. (laughs) (laughs) and it's time to fall asleep but i uh with ashley it's never been like that i've never i've never felt like i need to be away from ashley Mm -hmm. so one of the best advice i've ever gotten uh was a a buddy who told me uh he's been married a long time and he's like don't ever forget that the person that you marry will be the person that you have a conversation with every day for the rest of your life i love that uh, i love that so much Oh my God, so yeah. good. Thank God you guys are both good at talking. You're both podcasters. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? Like, um, because the question is, when was the last time you uh, lusted over someone? But I want to, like, yeah, who's your celebrity crush? Uh, celebrity crush. Besides Chino's Ashley. Is, uh, obviously, Ashley Numero Uno. <laughs> uh, but um, surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, it's like the most generic answer. Rachel McAdams, uh-huh. obviously, mm-hmm. you know, her and Red Eye was 
incredible. Uh, <laughs> Emma Stone, uh-huh. you know. Um, oh, Emma Stone. It's funny because oh, yeah. I feel like Ashley and Emma Stone have similar personalities. I could see that. Like yeah, they're both 100%. like outgoing, smart, like kind of nerdy, can be goofy, but can also be like sultry. Um, totally. That makes sense. I love that for you. To wrap this up, final question I ask everyone in hell. What advice would you give to people when you're going through your darkest when you're in hell, how do you get out of it? How do you cope with it? Uh, one of the ways I cope with it now is realizing that one day we're all going to die. <laughs> and Emo. <laughs> uh, but honestly, because I think about it and I'm like, what am I, you know, I, I have unfortunately, as you get older in life, you start losing more and more things as you've probably been, you know, unfortunately involved in where it's like, you know, when when somebody passes it's it's over mm-hmm. it's done mm-hmm. you know and i've unfortunately had friends that have had parents lose their lives too young or siblings or or friends who are parents who've lost their children and when people go through that when i see people go through that it's just you realize that you know all the stress in your life is so minuscule because one day you know like for example, I just went to a a, a um, not a funeral. Oh my god, a um, a wake. Holy crap! I'm losing my mind right now. I went to a wake for a friend's mom, and uh, it was just terrible. She, I knew her. She had cancer as a kid, and she's been in remission. And then her mom got cancer. Oh wow! Terrible, and she ended up passing away from it. And you know, you think about that, and it's like, what am I? What am I so? worried about Mm -hmm. like here's somebody who's dealt with one of the worst things you can possibly deal with cancer and then has gotten through it and then her mom passes away from the exact same disease that she fought so hard to survive through Mm -hmm. and i'm worried about finances and i'm worried about you know minuscule things that at the end of the day is not going to matter like if i go bankrupt like there's i i i know that's a scary thought but it's i it's like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm, I, I, I know it sounds so weird. I know I'm fumbling over my words, mm-hmm. but the best way I get through things is putting things into perspective. Yeah. I know that's so basic, but it's like one day I'm going to die. And one day the people that I love more than anything are going to die. And unfortunately there's nothing I can do about that. Cause that's just part of life. So the best thing I can do is to live and, and And so I I find that sometimes that really helps me because when I'm so worried about something so stupid, Mm -hmm. not stupid, that's like very meaningful, Mm -hmm. but is it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I actually heard something. I love all of that. I heard something because everyone's like, oh, always practice gratefulness, be grateful, write something you're grateful with. I'm like, why are people doing that? And then I heard that your brain can't process anxiety and gratefulness at the same time so it's Mm. like if you focus on perspective of like okay yes i'm stressed about finances but i'm so grateful that i have like these incredible friends in my life or this you know whatever's going on it's just like important for you to stay sane like that to not Mm. go down our spiral that we love to go down totally I think another way is like, I know this is again, a weird answer and I don't know how to articulate it. I think it's seeing my dad grow older mm. is something that um, puts things into perspective. Yeah. I don't know, you know, seeing it's, it's weird, you know? It makes I, you I realize like, holy shit, life goes evol- away. Yeah. <laughs> It t- it's tick and talking and exactly and so when I you know I think sometimes when I get so upset about certain things like earlier today you know working in the shop and the plumber uh, the guy who's hooking up their espresso machine which we were working on for weeks now to get the right power in there and the plumbing and blah blah, blah. and then all of a sudden you try to turn the water on and the water wasn't going through and so it was like you got to be kidding me mm-hmm. and of course like I got to get the plumber back in and do all this thing and I was so upset um, but I think you know, and then you get like so worked up and I'm like, oh my God, we're not going to be open in time. And I, this is going to be terrible. And I'm going to be a terrible business owner. And, but then something as simple, like sometimes, cause my dad's helping me like seeing him in the moment and then like kind of, I, I know it's so weird, but just like realizing that like something like my dad or my mom or Ashley, that's the important stuff yeah. really centers me. Yeah. In and that moment realize, you could be like, stressed or you could be like, wow, so cool. I'm working through problems with my dad by my side. 
Totally. And just realizing like, wow, like I, you know, I want to live as long as possible, knock on wood and like adding stress to my life isn't helping. And so like the, the, the water is going to be fixed. Yeah. Stress literally kills you. It does. (laughs) You know, sometimes. So uh, another thing I try to center myself is like the stress that I'm putting on my body from being so anxious about things is only shortening my life. Yeah. And so I try to control the things I can control, which is okay. Let me just breathe and focus on, Hey, going to be okay how do i fix the problem instead of worrying about all my problems wow i do have to say you are a great bachelor interview because you never know what you're going to get and i don't mean to generalize (laughs) reality tv in general because no you guys you've done a lot of work in yourself and your relationship is just you guys are very open in like the coolest way about it um where can people get more of you where can people listen to you follow you what give me updates on the shop i want to go to the opening like tell me what's going on <laughs> my favorite part my shameless plugs yes uh, so you can please listen to our podcast mine and dean uglert's on iHeartRadio. so Radio. good listen i was and, on it yes check out hannah's episode it's called help i suck at dating obviously a nice little bachelor tie in there mm-hmm. but we have a lot of fun we've been doing it for three years now which is insane to wow. think about uh, you can follow me, of course, on Instagram, Twitter. Even though Instagram's down right now, craziness. Are people? It's just what? What do we do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so anxious was, yet again. I was trying to upload a stupid video of my cat like a couple hours ago, and it wasn't uploading, and I was losing my damn mind. And then I went on Twitter, and I was like, oh. Yeah, it always makes me feel better anytime like Instagram's not loading. I'm like, oh no, they've like blocked me out. <laughs> and then I'll go on Twitter, and it says Instagram down. I'm like, Whew, okay, everybody's going to the same But it's been down thing. for a long time. We have to like talk to people. It's so weird. Anyway, yeah, I know this is weird. I know somebody on Twitter was like, Instagram's down. Just describe to me what your lunch looks like here. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was a good one. But yeah, so you can, of course, follow me at Jared Haven on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and then we have the coffee shop, Audrey's Coffee House and Lounge. Audrey is my mother-in-law's name, Ashley's mom's name. Oh, wow. And uh, I've always dreamt of owning and operating my own uh, restaurant. I've always worked in the restaurant industry. So this is a coffee shop slash lounge, which is a... Uh, a concept I love. It's so a cool. cafe that turns into a martini bar and we have couches and chairs and a stone fireplace. And, it's and you could do like really events in there too, like spoken word, oh. stand up, like who the fuck, whatever oh, people I want. Am, I'm going to use and you abuse could do date, my You could do like friends. dating stuff. You could do um, speed oh, dating. I've already thought of, Oh yeah, I've already thought about like we're gonna have uh, little date games at mm-hmm. different tables so people can come on a first date and like play like a get to know you game. That's so but also cute. we're gonna do like cards, I think, of like dating advice from Bachelor. Like it'll be like a quote from Dean Ungler, obviously <laughs> something very stupid about <laughs> dating. And it'll you know. I've also thought about naming a drink after Dean, because you know his Instagram handle is Deanie Babies. Yeah. Do you know this? Yeah. So I was thinking so we should call something uh, a coffee drink. Uh it would be um Oh, what? Oh, no. What was the name of (laughs) Dean's drink, Ashley? Yeah, but it was something Deanie's. Oh, yeah. It was going to be like Deanie's Coffee Beanies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I knew it had something with beanies in it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. And you're going to have matcha lattes, chai lattes, oat milk. Of course, I love avocado chai latte. Mm, mm, (laughs) Oh, mm. yes. Oh, I fuck with that. That's good stuff right there. You guys, make sure you follow him, listen to him. Thank you so much for coming on the pod, Jared. We'll talk to you later in hell. Bye.